Hello from beautiful Vancouver Island and welcome to the podcast series Soul Conversations with me, Mia. I have created it in honor of your journey of expansion, personal growth, transformation and awareness. Each episode highlights a challenge we often face and the advantage of understanding it. It also sheds a light on why we reliably show up from ego and fear rather than from love and authentic self. I hope you enjoy and remember to subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Hey everyone, Coach Mia here. Welcome to the very first podcast episode of 2023. I couldn't think of a better way to start the year than by making you the center of your world and reminding you just how important you are. And I'd like to help remind you through the lens of boundaries and priorities. How can we have healthy boundaries without healthy priorities? Simply put, we actually can't because they live together in the same box, either supporting each other or disabling each other. When your priorities are out of sync, then boundaries are compromised in order to accommodate that disruption. Healthy boundaries are such an important element of one's physical, mental and emotional health and they look different for every person and every relationship. As well, they may and often do change over time as one grows and pivots and changes. It's also super important to remember that boundaries are bi-directional, meaning that they go both ways in any relationship. Communicating your needs while respecting the needs of the other person in the relationship. And this includes all types of relationships, such as spouse or significant other, co-workers, employees, siblings, children. There are also two categories uh, of boundaries, which encompass seven different types of boundaries. So we've got emotional and physical. Physical being exactly what it sounds like, obviously. Uh, What you're comfortable with regarding personal space, touch, privacy, sexual content, etc. And emotional boundaries, which encompass your feelings and the feelings of others. And this may look like, say, taking responsibility for your own feelings while allowing others to take responsibility for theirs. Or being clear on what you do or do not feel comfortable sharing with others. After all, oversharing is really just drama. So the seven types of boundaries within the two categories are physical boundaries, sexual boundaries, emotional or or mental and or mental boundaries, spiritual and or religious boundaries, financial and or material boundaries, time boundaries, and then non-negotiable boundaries. So the seven types are really important to recognize and understand within the two categories. So identifying and articulating healthy boundaries within each category begins by establishing clear priorities. Without your priorities, boundaries are pretty ineffective. It's kind of like a picture frame with like a picture with no frame or a a car with no steering wheel. There's there's literally no way to navigate the route. So the top five priorities that I'm commenting on are self, spouse or significant other, family, career, and friends in that order. So 
just so we're just just to articulate one more time so it's self spouse or significant other if there is one family career and friends when self is put first from this place you are clearly able to articulate what you need both emotionally and physically if you're number five on the priority list which is very common then what you need emotionally and physically are pretty much irrelevant so why this order um i get that quite often why 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 does it have to be this order so self first is the most responsible example of self-awareness not to be confused with selfishness putting ourselves first from the standpoint of tending to our emotional mental and physical needs not material or self-centered needs when we show up consistently from this place we are showing up healthy whole and centered to the best of our ability when we are number five on the priority list we show up tired and stressed and anxious and bitter and so on we show up as a limited version of ourselves for our spouse and for our family for friends and life and this doesn't have to be complicated or extravagant it can be 10 minutes a day to journal or a 30-minute walk in nature every day or quiet time in the morning with tea before the chaos begins whatever it is for you it's not negotiable within reason if you hear background noise I have to say it's kind of fun I'm sitting in a hotel room in Africa right now and there's a lot of activity going on so um, if you can hear that um, think of it as enjoyable white noise from a different country <laughs> so next is your spouse or your significant other if you have one and I get that this seems a bit counterintuitive because if you have children children have more needs than spouses generally speaking although I guess some spouses could be like another child so holding the space for your significant other is really about modeling a healthy relationship for your children if you have them when you and your spouse work together to support each other's needs and wants you naturally role model two people who work together to create an environment of love trust and mutual respect and this doesn't have to mean hours of alone time or personal growth work it simply means you're continuously working on the health of your relationship to self and spouse in whatever way works best for you in this way you are showing up in your true potential for your children for your family for your career now family is next and this can be children or it can be family members you decide some people don't have kids or family that they're close to so often friends and family are interchanged and however that looks for you is perfect and then sandwiched between family and friends is career because I mean let's face it you have to pay the mortgage somehow and just like boundaries each of the priorities has areas within it that are important to look at for example self might include health finances mental physical and non-negotiable boundaries and the relationship with spouse or significant other would include the same as an example for me non-negotiable boundaries include fitness and healthy eating so without these two parts of my life I would be a miserable crabby irritated bh in every area of life and in terms of let's say finances and money 
living within our means and being fiscally responsible while still having fun are also non-negotiable for me. So let's look at some examples of what healthy boundaries might look like. Um, valuing your personal boundaries and not compromising them for, for someone else, ever. And I learned this one the hard way. I had very clear boundaries for everyone except for my family. And this ended up actually causing me a lot of grief and it was one of the hardest and best lessons I've ever learned. So it's no longer, um, uh, it's no longer negotiable. Those personal boundaries are the same for family as they are for everyone else. Saying no and accepting when others say no, which the second part can be harder than the first. And this also goes for saying yes and accepting when others say yes. Knowing who you are and what you want and communicating that to others while also, sort, while also respecting who they are and what they want. Engaging in appropriate sharing and knowing what is reasonable and what is just drama. This also includes your right to privacy. You don't have to share anything you don't feel comfortable sharing. This isn't about being secretive or keeping secrets. It's about staying true to what feels right for you. Not letting others define you or your sense of self-worth. And this can be particular, particularly difficult within family structure. Knowing that your needs and feelings are just as important as the needs and feelings of others. Again, this can sometimes be difficult within the family structure. After all, our families are often here to teach us our most difficult lessons. Knowing that you have the right to your emotions and feelings, you are allowed to feel whatever it is you feel. The tricky part can sometimes be understanding why you feel the things you feel. That's a whole other conversation. Respecting others' values, beliefs, and opinions while knowing that you do not have to compromise your own values, beliefs, and opinions. And sometimes it's good to remind ourselves just because we believe something or have a strong opinion about something doesn't necessarily mean it's true for everyone and vice versa. Accepting help and asking for help. Now this can be an incredibly difficult one for a lot of people. Women often feel they have to do everything themselves and men often feel like it's a sign of weakness to ask for help. Either way, it's a belief that does not support priorities or healthy boundaries. Asking for space, whether it's physical space or emotional space. Space is what allows for mature, responsible responses rather than messy reactions. And the greater the emotional space, the healthier and more grounded the response will be. Maintaining your own identity inside and outside of a relationship. Codependency is a great example of no boundaries or priorities. And this includes knowing how and when to stick up for yourself from a place of respect and maturity. Now you can see if your kids and your husband and your dog, your cat, your car, your neighbor, your boss, your throw pillows, your spider plant, they all take priority over you, there's no point establishing healthy boundaries because there are no boundaries on you and your needs. So the first step is to establish the priorities I shared and practice living life 90% of the time from this place. Once you get comfortable shifting the priorities 
from what they currently are to the ones I outlined, then you can begin establishing a, the boundaries that ensure the priorities stay intact. So to take this one step further, I'm going to just share a few examples of boundaries within um, the different priorities. So within the second priority, spouse or significant other, some examples would be speaking to each other with respect. I don't put myself before you at your expense. I don't put you before me at my expense. I don't put others before you at your expense. We communicate our needs clearly without drama. We communicate about plans. Um, and a really great one is, I don't expect you to complete me and I don't try to complete you. It's not our job to change someone else, it's our job to change ourselves. So some other examples um, of healthy boundaries, this time within family might be, to put your needs first within reason, to value your time and ask others to do the same. In other words, showing up late consistently for family engagements is a show of disrespect when it happens all the time. Take a direct and kind approach. And just a reminder that the three cri criteria for a difficult conversation are, is it true, is it kind, and is it necessary? Avoid engaging in family gossip and treat family members the way you want to be treated. And then lastly, some great examples of boundaries for self might be um, to, to say to other people that going through your personal belongings is not an option. Your personal belongings are called your personal belongings for a reason. Um, to make it clear that you are not going to allow someone else to criticize you whether it's in public or private to make comments about your weight or your size to take their anger out on you to hum humiliate you in front of other people um, to tell off-color jokes in your company to invade your personal space you have the right to your privacy um, a great one that I love is asking for peace and quiet while getting a massage. There's, for me, there's nothing worse than getting a massage and someone who just talks constantly while, they're, while you're getting your massage. Asking for help, whether it's around the house, whether it's work, whether it's kids, it doesn't matter what it is. Asking for help is a, a, a beautiful boundary to establish. Requesting more information before making large purchases within a relationship taking quiet time for yourself, turning the ringer off on the phone if you need to or during certain times of the day, taking your time returning calls and texts and emails, not from a place of making someone suffer or wait, but from a place of um, not needing to respond immediately to every single text, call or email. Um, bowing out of a volunteer activity if you feel overwhelmed and cancelling a commitment when you're not feeling well. I mean, these are all just really simple examples of boundaries that you can put on um, for yourself. Now, there are many challenges that go along with this practice, including letting go of what others think of you, thinking of your choices, um, standing up for yourself, flipping your priorities, and staying true to yourself. But just like any other goal that is important to you, the more you practice it, the easier it gets. 
So I wish you all the best working on making you the most important person in your life so you can be the best version of you for those that you care the most about. This is all about stepping into your greatness and owning your purpose, which is to be the best version of you that you possibly can while you navigate this life in this human meat suit. So all the best to you. Feel free to reach out anytime to make comments, whether you're in the Facebook group or here um, on the podcast series. And as always, thank you so much for listening, for following, for sharing. And I look forward to chatting with you soon. And hopefully I'll be coming from... I'll be sharing um, some information with you about my journey as I spend a couple weeks here in Africa. So all the best. Take great care and thanks for listening.